Hello, everybody. I want to talk about something that impacts all of you, which is so often you'll have one parent, you know, somebody comes to you, they're like, hey, I'm here because my child is struggling with behavioral learning, socialization challenge, whatever. Mom's like, let's just say it's mom in this case. Usually is, but let's just say in this case, not always. Um, mom's like, hey, yep, I'm on board. I understand what you're saying. You've taught them about, you know, you've led with the brain. You've made the case for chiropractic. You understand how to do a very specific chiropractic subluxation-based examination that, le that helps you understand, are they subluxated? Is that altering their perception? Is it altering input processing output? And you've done a functional brain-based assessment to be able to measure primitive reflexes, gross motor, fine motor, eye movements, auditory, verbal, visual, cognitive function. So you know how to put the picture together to explain to them subluxation is impacting the trajectory of development. And that's what we're seeing when we see this deflected socialization pattern and severe anxiety and OCD with your child. Okay, then you're like, hey, here's how we set goals. Here's the clinical tools that we bring to the table and here's the wins we're gonna look to first. And what do we hear so often? So often we hear, well, my husband doesn't see the challenges. My husband or my spouse or my partner or my support team doesn't see, doesn't think my child has challenges. They think it's just a behavioral issue. Or my husband's not really on board because he doesn't, you know, he just, you know, we've been seeing you for three months and he's still hyperactive or he, my child's still having anxiety. And you're like, well, but we're seeing all these changes and we're integrating reflexes and we're seeing better sleep patterns and we're seeing the wins and the goals that we would expect to see that are building us, you know, the building blocks to having more efficient processing and therefore eventually decreased anxiety and better socialization. And mom's like, I get it, but dad doesn't get it. And you're like, well, can dad come in? And he's like, well, dad's busy. And so here's the thing. We need to understand where these parents are. We need to not just belittle dad and say like, oh, these dads don't get it and they never do and they're never going to. We need to understand this is their reality. And different parents, different support teams, it doesn't necessarily mean mom or dad, it could be mom, mom, it could be one, you know, it could be mom and dad in reverse, whatever it is. We need to understand that this is their experience with their child and this is their connection and their role that they play and they each different relationship is important and their experience is important and we can't just belittle that. We're not in their life every day. What we need to do is give them very, instead of just talking about the problem, we need to come with solutions. And here's what we need to do. We need to help both parents get together on looking for some wins and then celebrating and creating connection as a family, those wins that are not just based on the deficit. Like, is my kid still having anxiety? If we're only looking at treating the massive symptom that they came in with, even though you did all this work to educate them on the on brain development and processing and move away from deficit chasing symptom, we're then right back into deficit. So what we need to do is use, we have in the Folks Academy, we have these targets and goals sheets, which based on the assessments, we have here's the goals I, or here's the wins I expect to see first. It might not be improvement in anxiety. It might be improvement in sleep, improvement in, you know, gross motor function, 
improvement in, I'm starting to notice that at gymnastics class, your child is able to do the movements and isn't afraid or apprehensive or uncoordinated when they do them. These would be appropriate building blocks that correspond with brain development that are going to lead us to more efficient visualization and socialization and therefore decrease anxiety. So we need to help these parents, the parent who's in with you and the parent who's maybe not, know what to look for. So we say, look, we're starting, we understand that your primary goal is to see decreased anxiety and help your child have a better expression of life. I'm with you. But we know there's some step, as we use our clinical tools, correct subluxation and watch the trajectory of brain development, you know, fill the gaps and watch improvement in trajectory and therefore improvement school, um, in skills and ability to engage and connect and learn outside of self. Of course, we want and expect to see decrease in anxiety. But what I expect to see first is I expect to see some changes with, you know, you know, you don't see your child's face get as pink, you know, and rosy when they get in social situations. They still are stressed, but they're not like as, you know, flushed when they get into the social situation. Um, I expect to see that when your child, your child is able to move up in a level in gymnastics or is able to go to the class and actually try doing all the, the activities, um, the body movements, as opposed to just like cowering in the corner when you take them or whatever it is. You go to swim lessons and they actually get in the pool and maybe they get right back out but they got in the pool or they didn't scream in the car to go in but they were able to go in and watch the other kids whatever it may be you need to give them based on where you think their wins are going to be based on what you know about brain development your functional assessments and your chiropractic assessment and neurological autonomic assessment you need to give them look for this win these couple wins and then set something that you're going to do. You're going to celebrate those wins together as a family connected. So we're not just chasing the deficit. You're saying, all right, mom and dad, when we see um, that your child sleeps through the night or when we see that they're able to go into gymnastics and make it halfway through um, where they wouldn't even leave the car before, we're going to celebrate that win. And I want you guys as a family to say what you're going to do. Maybe you're going to go to gluten-free, dairy-free ice cream. We have a cool little one of those places in town. Maybe you're going to go do that as a family to celebrate that win. Maybe you're going to go for a, you know, a walk as a family. I don't always love food being the reward, right? But you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe you're going to let your child go to dinner and let your child pick a place. Maybe you're going to let them pick, you know, a, a family activity that you do after church on Sunday, like which park they go to, whatever it would be that feels like a celebration that isn't just a treat for the kid, but a connection for the family. And it helps the family get cemented and have this awareness and attentiveness to the small wins and create connection and get everybody on board with seeing and celebrating and becoming attentive to the wins that are building us to the big win, which is improvement and engagement, socialization and connection. This is huge. It doesn't take a lot of time. It takes knowing a little bit more about what those wins should be, which you guys are all developing that knowledge in this group and in this in the certification and all of that stuff. But really just start to help Instead of being like, oh, it's so frustrated these parents that the dad or the mom or whoever, that they don't see the wins. Give them the win to look for. Don't leave a blank open void because if you do, they're just going to be chasing the deficits. You do your work and give them the win to look for and tell them they need to create some sort of a, a reward and connection around celebrating that as a family, as a unit, when they hit the win.
give that a go. I think you'll really like it. And it's going to help shift from deficit to expression of life, to improving function and improving the lives of the families that you work with and helping get parents on board together, connected for the kids. All right. Be well. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know how that goes. And remember, there's always a reason for behavior and there is not a better profession to be working with solving some of the biggest challenges that are out there in your communities, which are kids and adults and the impact of stress and what it's doing to our ability to engage and connect and learn from our world. Other professions are talking about the autonomic nervous system and the impact of the stress on the autonomic nervous system and what that does to long-term trajectory of behavior, learning, socialization, connection, emotional regulation, ability to have relationships, career outcomes, all that stuff. So who are, who are the professionals that know about the autonomic nervous system and impact that? We are. No more. Don't always do more, but you have to know more first. Be well.